Welcome to Apura Madre Unfiltered. I'm your host, Amanda Rodriguez. I'm a mom of four boys, a previous educator, and now a stay-at-home mom working as a life coach. This is a place to come and get inspired and motivated and hear stories you can relate to and just see we don't always have to have our shit together. So come and join me as I share about living life Apura Madre. Did you make it past Quitter's Day? There was a research done by Strava using 800 million user logs in 2019 that predicted the day that most people are likely to give up on their goal. They indicated Quitter's Day was January 19th. In this episode, I want to talk about intentional actions that you can take to make sure that you actually meet your goal this year. If you are listening to this, I hope that you made it past Quitter's Day. And if you didn't, that's okay. I hope that this lights the fire underneath you that you need to get back up and get restarted. It's sad, but it's true. 80% of individuals that have set that New Year's goal or New Year's resolution by the second week of February have failed, have stopped. For whatever reason, For whatever excuse or obstacle that got thrown at them, they stopped. Only 10% or fewer than 10% actually accomplished their new year goal for that year. So I hope that you are one of those that actually succeeds. I want to give you a little story and you show you that there's so many obstacles that can get thrown at you, but you are the one that's responsible whether or not you fail, not those excuses, not those obstacles. Those are just things that can happen in your life that you blame why you were not successful. So a couple of years back when I decided to get my master's done, I had so many excuses and obstacles that got thrown at me along the way, why I couldn't get it done. I decided to get my master's done one year after I started teaching. So I had taught for one full year and then went into a master's program that was six semesters long or two complete years. And I said to myself, this is a perfect time to get my master's started because A, I don't have kids. So I won't have the excuse of a time commitment issue. Yes, I'm married, but my husband works crazy long hours, so he's never home. I can't have the excuse that my spouse is needing attention or this, that, or the other, and I can't get it done. So here we go, getting my master's. A year into my master's, we got the nice surprise that we were expecting our first All these reasons of why I had to quit doing my master's came into my head. At the time, we weren't really financially stable or what people deem financially stable. We were living in a small apartment. We were making enough to make ends meet while also having to cover the expenses of me getting my master's done. So the financial excuse, the time commitment excuse started to set in. 
the money that I was using to pay for my master's was now going to be needed to pay for the hospital expenses, the baby expenses, the paying the doctor before I actually go into labor expenses. Where the hell was I going to get the money that I needed to get my master's time? And then when they told me my due date, I was going to have my baby right at the same time that I had to do my internship in order to graduate, right in the semester that I was going to have to do my thesis in order to graduate. Now, for those of you guys that have ever done your master's or gone to school and can remember and relate to the coursework and all the crap that goes through having to write 10-page papers, having to do community hours or internship hours in order to graduate, now just think about throwing it into the mix. I'm pregnant now and have to, you know switch all of my goals and what I thought my plan was going to look like out the window. That would make anybody want to stop. That would give anybody the reason that it's okay to fail. But no, not me. Because I knew that if I failed at that point, if I stopped at that point, it was going to make it so much harder later on to get restarted. I was already a year in, right? And when I had my baby, I would only have six months left to go. The first six months of a newborn's life, all they do is eat, sleep, and poop, right? It was going to be so much harder to get my master's done and make the time commitment that was needed in order to get it done with a toddler, with a grown-up kid that needs more attention versus a baby that's constantly just eating, pooping, and sleeping. Yes, I had to take into account that I wasn't going to be sleeping either. But my heart at that moment was going to be so much harder later on if I quit on myself right there and then. And that's the thing. When you have goals for yourself and you're working on your goals, things can happen in life that makes, make it seem so goddamn hard to keep on going, but you need to stop and think, what is my future going to look like later if I stop right now? How much harder is it going to be later if I stop right now? I guarantee you it's going to be so much more harder for you to get restarted later on down the road than if you just push through those excuses, push through those obstacles that you may have right now to actually get the shit done. We're all going to have obstacles, the time obstacles, the money obstacles, the life just freaking happen obstacles. But you have to push through them and imagine what your life is going to be if you quit right now versus if you keep on going. Now, one thing that's going to make you be successful versus not being successful is making sure that you have those habits established and those habits that are going to help you and push you forward to succeed in those goals you may have. If you have the goal to get healthier this year, 
do you have a routine established to make sure that you're meal prepping, to make sure that you are working out, to make sure that you are getting enough sleep? If you have the goal this year to grow in your business or grow in your career, do you have time cut out to make sure that you're spending intentional time on working and growing in your career, growing in your business? Do you have those habits established? Intentional habits that are you are working on that are going to push you forward. And you need to stop making it a resolution and start thinking about it as a measurable goal. Do you have breaking points or down in the year where you can measure whether or not you're on track to meet that goal by the end of the year? Or maybe the goal that you set out is not a year long, but maybe it's two years. Do you have breaking points where you can measure whether or not you're a step closer to succeeding? Or if you're at that point where you're measuring, you're like, you know what, crap, I haven't done anything that's actually pushing me forward to meet that goal. Maybe you're listening to this and you haven't even started your goal. So that's a way to measure like, hey, it's January. You haven't even started your goal. You got to press the gas and get started sometime within the next couple of weeks or that goal is never going to be achieved by the end of the year. Did you set your goal with intentional actions and deadlines to measure your progress? We're all going to have things thrown our way. If 2020 taught us anything is that life is so goddamn unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen from today to tomorrow. But do you have your habits that are pushing you forward to make sure that you succeed? And do you have a set goal with intentional actions and deadlines that are going to help you measure whether or not you're being successful to meet that goal at the end of the year? I hope that you made it past Quitter's Day. And if you didn't, I hope that this is helping you be more intentional with your time and your efforts to meet those goals. So sit down today, tomorrow, in the next couple of days, and write down intentional habits that you need to have set to make sure that you are successful in achieving those goals by the end of the year or by the end of whatever your timeline is to achieve the goal you have set for yourself. Set many benchmarks to make sure that you are actually having time to reflect on those goals, to reflect if you're actually on the right track, or if you have to reorganize things or reevaluate and stop doing some things that are not helping you be successful. Again. I hope that you made it past Quitter's Day, and I hope that you are not part of that 80% that failed before the second week of February. 
If this episode hit home for you, if it helped you in any way, or if you think it might help somebody else, go ahead and share it and tag me in your stories on Instagram at it's Amanda Q. Rodriguez. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss another episode.